yo, yo, this is Bernard. And this is Samir. And welcome to a brand new, all new, all different, exciting episode of the Angry Blurs podcast. Where the nerds are black and the nerds are angry. All right, man. I know you don't like to get personal, but man, how was your week? Uh, it was uneventful. Nothing really going on. Uh, you know, standard stuff, work, various, uh, very sense of disappointment throughout the week. No, no big deal. Oh, that's it's, nice. it's just a BS from 2020 rolling over into 2021. You're not even used to it. And next thing you know, it's 2022 and, it's, and everything still sucks. Yeah, I can. I can agree with that one. But uh, more or less the same for me, you know, I worked like 12 hours last, I mean, uh, a few days ago and, you know, just same crap, different day, neck kind of sore, getting a little old. I'm so kind of, I want to, why can't I retire early? Because you're poor. Yeah, that's true. No lies detected. All right. So one of the first things I want to talk about is it's just under stupid news. Did you hear about the Mountain Dew Flaming Hot uh, Cheetos flavored soda? Uh, it sounds gross. Yes, it does sound gross, but the main reason I bring it up is because of the simple fact that for some reason, gamers love Mountain Dew. So are you going to give this- Not, not this gamer. No, it's too much sugar. You know, that's true. I mean, I drink Mountain Dew on occasion. It's not like, you know, something that I can consume copious amounts of. Uh, it has to be um, sugar-free. Like, I'll drink a Monster Energy once in a while, the sugar-free one. Uh, but yeah, I ain't drinking all, all, the, all the sugar. No, thank you. That's how you get kidney stones. Yeah, I mean, if you drink enough water, you know, you can counteract it before it begins. Yeah, it still turns to fat. No, thank yeah. you. Yeah, that is true. All right. I made it to 30 without getting a beer gut. I ain't trying to do it. No, thank you. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of on the verge of dad bod. I got to cut back on the sugar, but, you know, it's a work in progress. Yeah, dad bod without being a dad. Yeah. Stepdad bod. I mean, goddad bod. That don't I, count. Eh, shut up. I'm making it. I'm making I'm. I'm going to make it happen, okay? It's not going to happen. You can try to make it happen. It ain't going to happen. Well, we'll see. All right. What do you got, my friend? Uh, well, this past week was Gamescom, and uh, they announced a bunch of um, um, announcements and stuff. Uh, yeah. You- I, I, I started looking into some of them. Really, we're yeah. getting a Saints Row reboot? Yeah. So uh, one of the main stories is, yes, we're getting a Saints Row uh Re, uh, reboot essentially so basically they, they felt that the series was getting too far away from its roots and i mean uh, you, i mean the, the roots one, were basically a grand theft auto knockoff well yeah but it was a grand theft auto knockoff that was a little more zany less grounded no and i prefer it, I always it, prefer it started to go towards zany like like part three i want to say uh it was maybe like around um saints row 2 it got it got really zany and, and fun no anyways I thought saints row I 2 thought, was still like you know that hardcore gang related type ish not really no um it, i don't i don't i don't it didn't have that tone it, it, it was much more tongue-in-cheek than it did in grand theft auto i actually preferred it to grand theft auto in a lot of ways i didn't like i didn't care for three i damn sure didn't like four and i haven't played a grand theft auto since four wait you didn't so, like three three was one like that three. everybody loved on ps2 
yeah, the character with no get, name I, in the in the jacket? Yeah, I couldn't get into it. I went right back to playing Final Fantasy. I was like, this isn't for me. Four was all right, but the story was a little flat. The one thing I wish they kept People was, love four for the story for some reason. I don't know. Maybe they love the main character, Nico, or yeah, whatever his name is. They Nico love that Bell- main character. Yeah, I don't know why they like him so much. I felt he was a little uh, boring. Yeah, same here. The only thing I liked about it was that, you know, uh, rockets from rocket launchers could slightly ricochet if you aimed them at the ground correctly. Yeah. And five, and five is just, you know, I'm over it. I still haven't beat the game, and I've had it on two different uh generations of systems so that yeah i, I wasn't really yeah people love five, um, five once again for its narrative and for its uh it's uh freedom and uh how you play its multiplayer yeah. anyways um i would i much prefer saints row and, and, when, and when i dabbled in it i think this one i'm going to play to completion uh it looks really fun and i can't wait to see what's more of it and essentially they bought it back from where it, it pretty much ended up which was it was a you were president you had superpowers you're fighting aliens it yep. got really really out it there it jumped the shark and well yeah i've been in a good way people enjoyed that version but they felt it was a little too much and it's, it's kind of hard to top it once you do that so they brought it back to um zero and they uh worked it from the ground up it looks really good at least the cinematic trailer got me excited for it anyways we don't really have gameplay unfortunately yeah plus i mean uh what was that saints row five no it was no, yeah, five. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it has there hasn't been a Saints Row game since PS3, so it was it was time anyway. Because no, they, they had one no, of no, one, right? No, they remastered it. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, yeah, because I had it. It was one of the games that was in my case that got uh, pilfered. Well, I mean, now you're all digital, so no, I'm still um physical. Oh, so you didn't learn your lesson. Gotcha. No, I did learn my lesson. Just don't take my PlayStation out of town. But then again, I'm not going to Georgia anymore to see uh, she who must not be named. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyways, uh, the next big announcement was uh, they have a release date for Halo Infinite. And they also showed, um, well, they had a, a really cool cinematic intro for the multiplayer as well. And when is that release date for Halo Infinite? Um. December 8th. Yep. Yeah, so that's getting a release date. It looks pretty dope. I, myself, am not a Halo fan, but uh, I would imagine this is actually a really good holiday release. It's going to get everyone else excited. So, can't wait. Oh, wow. All right. Because I can't wait for the hype around it, because then, you know, I can see all the, you know, I'm not going to play it, but it looks it looks fun, so I guess my roommate's going to be playing it, and I can live by carelessly through him, but I, I really don't care for Halo. Um, I care even less about Call of Duty Vanguard. Uh, the campaign gameplay was shown, and uh, it looks it looks all right as far as Call of Duty does. But beyond the AAA titles, uh, there were a number of indie titles that got released. Uh, one of which was Cult of the Lamb. Uh, I don't know. Did you see that one? Uh, no, I didn't. All right. So Cult of the Lamb. Um, I mean. It's hard to describe in a few words, but essentially the the game is populated by a bunch of cute little animals and you basically have to start a cult, essentially. So it's like a, from what I guess from the gameplay, it was like, it's like a procedurally generated survival game. And essentially you have to build up your, your uh, organization, uh, get followers, uh, and basically, you know, be um, indoctrinating more and more people till you have a, a legit cult. 
And then all the all the effed up stuff that happens in Colts happens in this game, apparently. And it's all per- perpetuated by cute little animals. The specifically the main character being a little lamb. So it looks it looks really twisted and fun. Definitely check that out. Okay. One game that I did see that I'm very interested in is Loop Mancer. I like I okay. like a, I like a very decent uh, side scroller. I don't know if this is considered a roguelite because I still have no clue on what a roguelite is. Did you see it? Yeah. How do you not know what a roguelite? I I know I, I explained this. Uh, you kind of did, but it still was confusing to me. You know, I'm stupid. All right, your words, not mine. But I know. on the record, I mean, yeah, important. I mean, well, you would call me stupid in anyway because of the simple fact. I never, I, I, I'd have never called you stupid, sir. All right, don't put words. Not on the, not on the, I insult you frequently, but not on the frequently. But don't put that one in my mouth. I have not. I may have. I not in so many words. All right. I, I don't think I ever uttered the word stupid, sir. Well, you said idiot. I don't think I ever said that either. Bro, all right? you've called I'm a little me more. Idiot. I'm a little more nuanced in my insults than that. Okay. You've called right, me an idiot, uncultured swine. I may have called you. I definitely have called you uncultured swine. But that's not. Called, it. I think you called me a philistine once for some reason. I most certainly called you a philistine. Yes, but I never called you idiot or stupid. But yeah, so can you please tell me if Loop Mancer is a um is a roguelike? Uh it does sound familiar. I think it is a roguelike, but I'm kind of turned off of them right now. Um I'm not really into them anymore, but let me see. Oh, uh, because you gave up on Returnal? I didn't give up on Returnal. It's on the back burner. Mm. I I mean, as much as I know uh, a fair bit about roguelikes, but I don't really play them very often. And and uh Returnal would have been my first one that I would have completed. And after finally playing it, Roguelike, I am a little turned off of the gameplay loop, but I'm willing to give it a shot again. I just got to get around to, you know, mustering up the inclination to go back in. Okay. But I got other games to play right now, so, you know. Um, anyways. Yeah, let's just talk about the game that we're both very excited for. I just Well, actually, the there's a couple other ones before oh, okay, we go, go ahead. into that. Oh, yeah, go why you jumping the gun, man? I'm sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so uh, Century uh, Ages of Ashes got a Gamescom trailer. It, uh, it showed off more gameplay, and uh, they have more modes, and this is them coming out of their closed beta, so they have uh, more information for us. And the game is now um, landed on a... November 18th release. If you don't remember this game, I, I could have sworn I talked about it, but essentially it's an aerial combat game featuring dragons of various classes and with different abilities. And they basically showcase those abilities during the trailer. So definitely check that out. Really cool. All right. I mean, if you like if you like dog if you like dog fighting games and you like fantasy, uh they, they pretty much match these both together and it looks dope. I will be trying this out. All right. If you want something, you know, to play with your friends and or family that's, you know, very PG friendly, you can check out Jumanji, The Curse Returns. I'm looking at the gameplay footage and, you know, it's it's not like how the uh, the next level game was. This one is more along the lines of like the first film with Robin Williams. So like, you know, you actually have the board game and it looks like up to four people can play. Did you see the trailer for that one? I did not. That's actually one I missed. Yeah, so that one actually looks pretty decent. I just wish the graphics were, you know, more up to par. It's very um, basic. Well, it's, it's probably basic, per se. It's not, it's, not a, it's not a big release, man. I know, but I'm trying to remember who has the rights to um, 
Jumanji, I can't remember. But yeah, I mean, none of, I mean, the graphics on those games have never been, you know, like, you know, next level. They've always been, you know, pretty basic and subpar. But okay. yeah, I mean, like, this is something I would probably play with my god kids. Okay, well, um, Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt released another trailer also, and as well as an early access. So the early access starts on September 7th. So I will um, look into that because I do want to try it out. And essentially, it's um, essentially, if I'm not mistaken, this will be a Battle Royale uh, take on the Vampire Masquerade franchise. And basically, you're going to have access to various clans, like, for instance, the Toreador, which is a clan that's basically uh, steeped in uh, vanity and kind of like, I mean, basically, it's all about beauty with them or something. If I can, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty cursory with my knowledge of the Vampire Masquerade's uh, uh, dark, um, I'm trying to remember the dang on title, uh, uh, World of Darkness, there we go, the World of Darkness um, uh, lore, but yeah, essentially they're all about beauty and, um, and you know, appearances, so that's essentially what their, their whole mystique is, and they have, a, and obviously the game will have access to the other clans and their and their sticks, so just basically, you know, you'll have your choice of them in, um, in regards to abilities and uh, appear, uh, aesthetics. So I'm pretty excited because we damn sure have not gotten uh, Vampire Masquerade 2. Um, that still ain't coming out. It's been delayed like four times. I'm a little upset about that, but at least we're going to have this game to tie us over in the meantime. Okay. Um, another one that I just watched the trailer for, <laughs> I mean, it gives me Earthworm Gym vibes, but in 3D, Clid the Snail. Oh, that one. Yeah, that game was weird. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it looks weird to the point where I would be very tempted to check it out. Like, I really wish, like, a demo would get released. It, oh, it already, oh, it comes out this week. Oh, there you go. Yeah, try it, out. it comes out on the 31st. I mean, hopefully PlayStation puts a demo up. I mean, demos really are a thing of the past, but man, sometimes they need to quit playing and just give us demos to these games because I don't, I like, I hate buying games and end up being disappointed, like with judgment. Like the gameplay was good, but the dub was just so horrible. <laughs> Why don't you do Isn't there a language thing you can toggle? Um, yeah, but if I'm playing a game and it's not a like a puzzle solving game, I really don't feel like reading subtitles. So you're lazy. Yes. We've got this. That game should have most definitely been um, listened to in its, in its native audio, in its native language. Otherwise, you're going to have a bad time. It's very hard to lip sync on video games. Just saying. Don't blame the game because you, you, you want to hate on the, the dub. I'm just saying Sega could have did a better job. Sega has been disappointing me with games since the first Iron Man game. I mean, it was a movie tying game. What were you expecting? Spider-Man 2 was the best movie tying game of all time. Okay. You're going to expect that every time? Uh, all the Activision Spider-Man movie games were good. Okay, what? What? But you gonna expect uh, freaking Iron Man to do it? Didn't we yes. have a Captain America game also? Yes, they had Captain America, Iron Man, Iron Man Two, Thor. Was Captain America even good? It was decent. It was a whole lot. It was like one. It was possibly the best one out of all of them because the only ones I had, I don't remember the Thor game. That was a Thor game. Yes, the only was it one trash. I didn't play it. I was about to say the ones I had until you cut me off like always. Now, as I was saying before, I was interrupted for like the 98th time. The only ones I had were the first Iron Man game, which was a uh, basically a flight simulator. You could not touch the ground whatsoever. 
that's lame. Yeah. And uh, the Captain America game. And I played a demo of Iron Man 2, which was very funny because Robert Downey all Jr. The, all the levels were flight sim levels? <laughs> more or less. Like How many levels were in that game? I don't remember, dude. That was like 2008. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just picturing, oh, look, you get to fly through this level. You get to fly through that level. You get to shoot stuff on this level. Oh, look, you're flying again. It's like, why did they make it? it they put no work into that game. Oh, no, man, not you know, really. Buy this is why you don't buy movie time, man. I mean, they see on telling you played the Avatar game, which I heard was better than that at least. No, I did not play the Avatar game. I mean, I'm just saying the James Cameron Avatar video games. I heard they were actually at least decent compared to what you played. I mean, a freaking flight simulator is Iron Man. Why would you even want to play that? But yeah, it uh it sold 2.6 million copies. I bet it duped it duped 2.6 million people. Yeah, I was like, oh, I like Iron Man. Let me go play it. Do, 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 do. Yeah. All right, well. And the funny thing is the, the the villains in the game were Ironmonger, Melter, Titanium Man Controller, Backlash, who was an Iron Man 2 villain. No, that's Whiplash, sorry. Uh, the Magia, Ten Rings, and Aim. And they were all flying? No, you would literally, you know, shoot the bases or whatever. Did you ever fight any of these people? Yes. And there, there, there were there were some levels while that you use on the on where you're on the ground. Walking or just hovering? No walking. This is that, that game does not make no sense. Anyways, uh okay, moving on from Bernard's checkered uh choices in, in games in the past. Uh we have uh they gave us more information and a release date for horizon uh forbidden west yeah uh yeah so i'm crazy excited um, just in time for my birthday yep no february 18th just in time it's actually right before yeah 10 um, days and uh yeah it, it's going to be on ps2 P, i mean i'm sorry ps4 sorry you got me freaking thinking about iron man ps4 well and, iron uh, man was on ps3 oh that's what it looked like trash i thought it was ps2 game and uh ps5 <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, I mean, honestly, I think, did we already talk about Forbidden West anyways? About what we, what we thought we, the game We talked was? about, yeah, we talked about, but, yo, we can still talk about it. I mean. I mean, nothing's changed. They just, they, they pretty much gave us a B-roll of the last trailer, essentially. Yeah. So, you got to see the the, the elephant uh, dinosaur thingy, the mammoth uh, the, um, machine. You got, to see, you got to see the other's abilities, like her uh, flying on the glider uh, and the, the rope. Uh, extension thing she can do now and then the anime power up shocker thing that's really cool that i can't wait to do um yeah so and oh yeah the underwater levels that 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 too so honestly nothing hasn't been revealed but uh yeah i'm so excited yeah me too and And uh, and obviously the horizon um uh originally came to pc eventually so it's likely the sequel will too. So hopefully, I'm wondering when that will happen. Maybe it's going to be like a year after this release. Maybe it'll be a little quicker this time. So that'll be pretty cool. Uh, oh, big, big news. Uh, they released more information about Elden Ring. Now, I am not a fan of From Software. Um, and I will down that hill uh, to, uh, to the end of time. I, I'm just, it's just not my cup of tea. But with that being said, Elden Ring does look cool. And they gave us more uh, information uh, about the game. They and uh, and uh, uh, 
they pretty much uh, gave us B-roll of the uh, gameplay they released earlier this year. Did you see that one? Uh, no, I just looked at uh, stills from it, and they looked kind of dope. I mean, like I said, like you said, I mean, I don't know a damn thing about Elden Ring. Well, essentially, it's it's a uh, Breath of the Wild meets uh, uh, Soulsborne, so it's gonna be the first open world uh, Soulsborne game. You can go anywhere, do anything. You have a lot more choice now. And uh, they did promise a couple of new things, that depart- a couple of departures from the series. Uh, speci- uh, specifically, the NPCs are going to be more talkative and more, uh, uh, I guess, more lively, if that's the word they use. So and they're they going will- to be like uh, everybody in Free Guy, basically. I, I mean, I don't know. I didn't see that movie. I'm not sure that's an apt um, al- uh, analogy. But essentially, the, the NPCs are going to be more... Uh, interactive and they're going to be more lively and going to breathe life into the game a little better, uh, as opposed to what they were now, which they not not now, but in past games where they weren't really that uh, you know talkative or they didn't react to you as much. Now, with that being said, if you play Sekiro, which I'm actually funny enough playing right now because I, you know I'm trying it out, um, the NPCs in there are actually they engage you a lot more. So hopefully they can build on that. From what they said, it's just pretty much a uh, an amalgam of all their greatest achievements, and, and every good part of every game will be in this one. Apparently, that's what they alluded to, anyways. That and also the uh, all the world building and lore has been written by George R. R. Martin. So you know, I guess it'll be good in some regard. I'm still probably not going to play it until I get more information, but it looks pretty cool, as I said. Mm-hmm. All right, so are you ready? Uh, one, to- what? Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, this isn't the last uh, video game news we have, but that's uh, the one we're most hyped up about. Well, yeah, this, we're going to talk about more video games in this episode, but this one, oh boy, I am most definitely hyped about this. Now, this is probably one of the biggest announcements out of Gamescom this year, and uh, it is Marvel's Midnight Suns: The Awakening. Well, at least the Awakening trailer. It was a cinematic trailer. It looks so dope. Yeah. I'm a sucker for a good cinematic trailer. I'm not ashamed to admit it. How did you feel, man? Uh, I kind of got some Lonely Island feels, and I think I jizzed in my pants. You jizzed in your pants. I get you. Yeah. And, okay, so the, the characters, they, they do, they got some deep cut characters. They didn't give us the first uh, Ghost Rider. They definitely gave us the second one because no one likes her. No, they gave us the third one. The, oh, no, no. See, that's what you messed up technically. Alejandro would be the third one. Robbie. Oh, yeah. I forget about what's the other guy, the blue flame dude? Danny Ketch. Yeah. Who cares about him? Wow. How long is he going to get out there, Devil, anyways? You mean a Ghost Rider? You... I'm I sorry, quit. Ghost Rider. I quit. Yeah. I'm walking away. Slip of the tongue, sir. How, how long was he a uh, Ghost Rider, anyways? How, how long did he uh, bear the. Uh, Years. The Years. Really? Yes. He, he was, he was, a, he was a, um, the main. He's still a Ghost Rider. Well, he was recently a Ghost Rider up until. Um, uh, last year when they started the new series he's uh he he's a different type of writer i can't remember what it's called but like the new ghost rider series was basically gonna more or less revive the mythos and they changed a couple things around like i know you haven't been reading a lot of marvel stuff but danny was the king of hell for like a long time oh okay well anyways yeah so then it was it will, it will go danny catch uh alejandro jones who no one likes and then robbie reyes 
Yes. I mean, how long was Alejandra a ghostwriter? They, they kind of she kind of came in, came she out. Got her fast. series. It got canceled. No one liked it. I don't think uh, it Robbie's book came around after that. He's not a true spirit of vengeance per se. If you don't know his backstory, his uncle was a Satanist, and his soul is um, basically trying. Is his soul is basically Robbie's ghostwriter, and he's slowly trying to possess his body. Anyway, got definitely some of the coolest uh, characters. Uh, Dear God, he looks so cool. Yeah, they recently revealed like in motor one of the other series that Alejandra got murdered, and it was it was an off screen kill. So God damn, they didn't like her. Okay, look, if you can kill a character, fine. Do it in on panel so we can see. Damn, they went out like a, a hero, or they went down fighting. They killed baby girl off screen. That is so disrespectful. Are you kidding me? I know they didn't they like her, but dang, off screen, off panel, the disrespect. Damn. Like, is it like, is it, did, did they reveal at the end of the arc that she wasn't dead and she came back or she's dead dead? I honestly don't know. I think she's dead dead. All right. I, I got to look into this character some more. I'm like, yo, oh, that's so messed up. I, I, now I kind of feel sorry for her. She deserved better than that. Her character may not have been that popular, but she was still, she deserved better than that. That's messed up. I mean, they, they treated her bad. I mean, damn. I don't think a character been more disrespected since uh, Maddie Franklin. Dear God. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Anyways, moving on. We'll come back to the to that malarkey later, I guess. Uh, moving on, we also saw the addition of um, another deep cut character, Nico oh, no, Minoru. she got killed by she got killed by Carnage. That's what it was. I forgot. Oh, so she died in the uh, the Carnage event. Yeah, an absolute Carnage. Okay, did they please show it on on panel? I believe so, dude. You know how many freaking crossovers Absolute Carnage had in like prequels and build ups to it. It was just like that was an it was a worthwhile event, but it was just so much to read. <laughs> so messed up. Anyways, um, we got yeah, Blade so, in there. Oh yeah, Blade's in there. Uh, uh, Nico Minoru from the uh, Runaways. Runaways. Uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Tony Stark. Eliana Rasputin from the New Mutants. Yeah, like yo, they they AKA got a uh, magic. I mean, you could they got code names. Yeah, they got uh, Captain Marvel in there. It's such a good roster. Wolverine, and they promise. Yeah, they Wolverine, and they promise more. So that's pretty. That's pretty exciting. So basically, the premise goes that this is kind of like the. Well, I guess it would have pulled back a little bit. The developer wanted to pull from a, a lesser used corner of uh, Marvel's lore. And so basically, basically, they went with the MCU blueprint. Yeah, but they, yeah, kind of. But essentially, this was a run. This was uh, the Midnight Suns was actually a run from the yeah. 90s. I didn't even notice. Yeah, uh, the I guy was talking about it. And uh, basically, it was, you know, a bunch of uh, mysticism and, uh, and magic uh, characters from Marvel's uh, lineup. And they had to fight some, you know, demons and shit. Okay, good job. You know, so basically, this is what this is going on here. They're gonna have, basically have a bunch of heroes that don't normally fight supernatural stuff, fighting supernatural stuff with with a bunch of other uh, supernatural heroes. So they kind of have this dichotomy in the team already. So you have Wolverine, you have uh, Iron Man, you have Captain Marvel, um, and then you have them team up with a bunch of magic users like Doctor Strange, uh, Ileana Rasputin, uh, Magic. Uh, Nico Minoru and Robbie Reyes as a you know these are all uh, characters who deal with mysticism and, and magic 
So they have to you know, basically come together and fight this common foe. And the linchpin of the team apparently is going to be the hunter, quote unquote, which this is going to be the player character. And uh, the gameplay, if I haven't said it already, which I'm pretty sure I haven't, I'm kind of dancing around it, is mm-hmm. going to be reminiscent of XCOM, if you've ever played that game. I know the one day with the aliens, right? Right, yeah. Well, it's a tactical, uh, yeah, it's a tactical um, uh, RPG game. Uh, I didn't play it because it was first person. It's not first person. It's not. (laughs) It's the tactical RPG. It's not first person. It's a grid. It's it's a grid based. It's a grid based tactical game. So it wouldn't be uh, that at all. Anyways, so it's going to be a mashup between XCOM and Fire Emblem. So basically, the characters are going to benefit from you. Uh, learning things about them and uh, and and creating ties between the characters. So that that's going to get you more skills, more abilities, more interactions. It's going to be fun. If you ever played a Fire Emblem game, uh, 70% of the game is character interactions. And I cannot wait for that part. Yeah, and it says that you can control uh, up to three heroes in total. Oh, it's turn-based. Yeah. That's how that's how Fire Emblem is, and that's how XCOM was. You take turns, sir. Oh, I mean, God, I hate turn-based games. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I wonder about games. the I wonder about the accessibility and the difficulty because XCOM was hard as shit. Like, yo, that game was not playing around. And Fire Emblem, uh, once you get through the midpoint of the game, is pretty easy unless you have the 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 permadeath uh, feature turned on, which in that case is really hard. But um, yeah, I'm curious to see how accessible they're gonna make this game because. It's a Marvel property, so they definitely want to make everyone have fun with it. So yeah, so the game is going to have thirteen different heroes. Um, so also, yeah, yeah so starting off is going to have. Dalvin's going to add more from Marvel's list. Yeah, also, going to go the Avengers route. Yeah. Also, the uh, main character being Hunter, she is the daughter or child. I, I don't know because they, they showed her as a, a female character, but I think you can customize them. I don't know if they have to stay female, but the the Hunter is a the child of the main villain. Lila, mother of demons. Yeah, she was revived by Hydra Hydra through a twist of dark magic and science. And Lila stops at nothing to complete an ancient prophecy to bring back her evil master, Kathan. Pushed to the brink, the Avengers desperately look to fight fire with hellfire and enlist the help of the Midnight Suns. Nico, Blade, Magic, and Ghost Rider. But yeah, so like you said, they resurrect the, the hunter who is Lilith's forsaken child and the only hero who, who has ever been known to defeat her in the face of fallen allies. The fate of the world is up is at stake and it will be up to you to rise up against the darkness. I mean, I want to play this game, but you know I hate turn-based games. Look, you want to suck it up. <sighs> I really want to play this. Why the head do this to me? Why, Samir? Why have they forsaken me? But yeah, that's that's one game I definitely can't wait to play. Might have to borrow from somebody. I don't think I can justify buying a turn-based game. I'm very picky like that. All right. So do 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 you want to talk about the elephant in the room, or do you want to? Um, I'm looking up how what, what Carnes did to Alejandra. He ate her spine. Yeah, well, he was um, taking uh, a coat. But basically, if you merge with a symbiote, you more or less have a codex. So he was going after everyone who merged with the codex. So 
it was like her, like everybody who you can think of who's ever merged with the symbiote. I think he killed Peter Mulligan. You know, the guy who was uh, with Toxin? Oh, they killed Toxin too? Well, he he been lost to symbiote. They like basically um, uh, kind of got rid of him in the background. But um, yeah. But she did come back resurrected because her village, Johnny Blaze brought her back um, and she possessed somebody to protect her village. Yeah, I'm seeing it. Yeah, he was actually in hell talking to her. Okay. It, no, she went out like a G. She 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 held the line. She went out like a G. She went well, went toe-to-toe with Carnage. Okay, that's that's a good death. All right, fine. You won't kill somebody, do it that way. All right, go out like a hero. I thought they did it like Maddie Franklin. Good God, that was an awful death. Which time? The time she was cloned, or are we talking about during the Grim Hunt? Grim Hunt. Yeah. That character has not, that character has seen better years. Like, even prior to that, I think last time I saw her, she popped up in Jessica Jones in, like, uh, Alias. No. Which was not a good look no. for her. No. The Loners. Oh, yeah, the Loners. Well, that, I, didn't, I didn't read the Loners. So, oh. when it, and when the Loners pop up, was that after Alias? Yes. Okay, well, at least that was better, because, god dang, that was not, that was a hard arc to read if you know if you catch my drift yes that was rough really was all right uh poor maddie that's all i got to say uh all right elephant in the room what was the elephant in the room you were talking about i mean it's a movie trailer that's why i said do you want to talk about it now or do you want to save it for like oh this? you I mean because we've been talking for like almost a half hour well, yeah, we were gushing about Midnight Suns and Gamescom. Ooh, and, um, Ryan Stegman did the. Did you see the Game Informer cover? Uh, no. I'm yeah, Ryan Stegman that. did the art for it. I'm going to repost it on our. Uh, on our Twitter. Oh, I mean for Midnight I mean, Suns? Yeah. Oh, I'm checking it out right now. Hang on. I'm just. Wait, what it. month is it for? Is it for um, this month? I don't know. I'm going to send it to you in the chat. All right. Should be getting it right now. The hell did it not copy all right let's try this again all right anyways uh so let's let's say the elephant in the room for a layer in the, in the uh in the um in the uh because we got a couple more of the uh headlines to go with me on um oh 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 you just that, look look that looks good what's crazy is i'm not even a big fan of blade i don't care for him as a character but man that's a cool Look, man, cover. Blade is Blade is you know blowing up. Blade is part of the Avengers. That's cool. Is he still racist against vampires? Yes. I mean, they did kill his mother. I wouldn't say he's racist. He's just got a very never-ending grudge going. On. I don't know, man. It's like there's nothing you can do as a vampire to make you not make him not want to kill you. That's kind of. I'm sorry. He, he he seems to kill you based on what you are instead of what you've done and who you are as a person, yeah. which is funny coming from a black man. You know, I'm going to put that out there. It's kind of strange. You know, I mean, can we pull up, can we, I can pull up a couple instances where he, where he was out of pocket and he didn't need to be. Uh, MI-13, Spitfire. Oh, you, I knew you were going to bring that up again. Wow. That was effed up. Today is it's, Power Rangers Day. Yes, it is. I'm just saying, you can't walk up on a team, stab a, a freaking member of MI-13 just because she's a vampire. She ain't do nothing wrong. It's like the girl just existing out there doing it, doing all hero shit, and he go ahead and stab her. What the frick is this guy's problem? And then fast forward, remember Curse of Mutants for the X Men? Yes. 
Yeah, okay, Jubilee gets caught in a crossfire, gets turned into a vampire, right? Okay, girl ain't do nothing wrong. And then X-Men like, yo, she's family. We're going we're gonna to save her. We're going we're, we're gonna to make sure she's okay, right? Okay, it makes perfect sense. This guy's nah, you got to kill her. She's nah, you got to kill her. And like, yo, bro, chill out. You're not going to go anywhere near her. They had to incapacitate this guy because he was flipping out. So no, the dude be tripping on some vampires sometimes. Look, someone's tripping out, go ahead, kill him. Fine, when they mind their own damn business, you can't just run and kill them because of what they are. That sounds a little racist. I'm just saying. And I know the whole thing about black people not being racist because of the whole systemic thing or whatnot, blah, blah, blah. But yo, I'm just saying, it's a little weird for a black man to be this, you know, bigoted towards another, another uh, group of people. Just saying. Seems kind of weird. They need to change that about his character. Yeah. I mean, there's other instances, I'm sure, but those are two I can think of specifically. I mean, there's a way to hunt demons and, and, and other otherworldly creatures without being a douchebag about it. Uh, Elsa Bloodstone, she she runs around and fights yeah, demons all the she, time. Yeah, but that's just part of her family lineage. They never, like, you know, killed, you know, her um, mother or father or anything like that. That's just always been their thing. That's like the Winchesters in Supernatural. Oh, we just hunt monsters just because. Right, but I'm just saying, you don't got to judge them based on just being a monster. Judge them on the merits of their character, not what they are. There's plenty of good vampires in the Marvel Universe. Bro, well, plenty. Just, I don't know why I would say plenty. But there's, there are some good vampires in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, I digress. This uh, art by Ryan Segment looks goddamn cash. Yeah. Ryan is a very good artist. Like we said last week, we met him. And you know he's a very he's a very fun hearted um, and you know friendly guy. I'm gonna try to find this for a wallpaper on my computer. Um, okay, so uh, uh, next uh, story. Well, actually, hang on. Who story? Actually, we kind of ran into the uh, the we whole literally Gamescom, just did Gamescom for a half hour. Yeah. What what story you got, man? Because well, I, I've speaking been of man. vampires, you know about this. Uh, I think you brought up this Robert Eggers Nosferatu remake. Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. I'm so excited about that. Yeah, this. so it's been greenlit, and Anya Taylor-Joy is going to be... Okay, it. so I knew about this since day one. I'm talking like, after he, after the the, the uh, bitch came out, I said, the bitch, sir, oh. you got something to say? You got oh, something to say? Didn't we just do this last week or two weeks ago? After the bitch came it's out the in witch. 2015. It's the witch. After the, the bitch came out in 2015 and, and, and basically uh, blew the minds off of everyone that saw it, and made a crap ton of money at the box office. Well, a uh, crap ton of money in proportion to his budget, which I think the budget was like $4 million. And it made like, you know, um, $100 million. It, it, was, it was a very popular um, movie based on its... Uh, I'm trying to remember how much money this movie made. Hang on. Um, now, I'm, now I'm getting sidetracked. But yeah, essentially this movie came out and they announced that he was doing uh, Nosferatu like back then. So I've known about this since like 2015, 2016. And, uh, and, and, oh, actually, okay. So it made four, it was a budget of $4 million and it made 40.4. So that's a, that's a huge amount of profit. Yes. And it lost the careers of, it lost the career of Anya Taylor-Joy. That was like her first film. Oh, okay. It was, let me see. Yeah, that is her first film. And now Baby Girl's like, you know, one of um, Hollywood's chosen right now. 
First thing I saw in was Barry. Uh, yeah. The, the the next year prior. Anyways, um, yeah. So I'm excited. I, I love the uh, director, uh, Robert Eggers. He he does good work. I mean, I've been following his work since he done since he did the bitch. Which, uh, yeah. What did I say? I said the bitch. No, I'm not doing this with you right now. You're not going. You're not going to do it. You're not. You're, like, like like Lil Duval said, I ain't yeah. going back and forth. Anyways, um, yeah. So the Lighthouse, I watched that, loved it. It was amazing. And uh, he has a movie coming out next year. Um, so I can't wait to see what that is. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. I can't uh, honestly. Uh, yeah, I can't. I'm honestly confident a bit, huh? I said she was born in Miami. Who was Anya Taylor Joy? I thought she was British. Um. I, I mean, think she is. Her I think mother she is be. Argentine British. All right, there you go. Yeah, and she lived in um. The yeah, she, well, she, she's got U, uh, UK citizenship and Argentine citizenship. Yeah, and she's fluent in Spanish and English, and holds triple British, American, and Argentine citizenship. I literally just said that. Yeah, but she didn't say it as good as I did. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, okay. After the, not that Bernard's done crushing on Anya Taylor Joy. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Can't wait. And if you haven't watched The Witch, go watch it immediately. I think it's on Netflix. It might be. Look up The Witch, though. It's The Witch. You can actually put it, you can actually spell The Witch, Google, and Netflix will know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's going to say, did you mean the witch? No, it's going to say, oh, do you want to watch the bitch? I hate you sometimes. All right. So, because you kind of took over that story. Well, I'm just, I mean, just going to go again. <laughs> All right. So, did you, I mean, we talked about it in the group chat. Let's just go ahead and get it out the way. First picture is from the Netflix Cowboy Bebop uh, series. What do yeah, you think? Yeah, that got dropped. Okay, so I, I mean, because I've never like really like watched Cowboy Bebop enough to care about it. Like I would watch it like if it was on like in the middle of the night or something like that. But it's not like I know the story of Spike and his crew. But I'm glad that John chose in it. Okay, so I initially thought that you know Netflix was going to take a huge dump on it they still might but I'm going to remain hopeful for this uh this project and uh so far it looks like they're trying okay I'm not exactly all you can do is try your best yeah but sometimes they don't though it's like they didn't try their best when they gave us death note that that couldn't have been their best I don't know what they were thinking that's your best I feel sorry for you so it's like, with that being said, I'm trying to stay optimistic about this film or see, I'm sorry, the, the series. And, um, and hopefully it's good. All right. Hopefully at the very least it's, 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 it's adequate, you know, instead of a, a slap in the face and just and, and downright awful. Hey, I mean, we got to go over it again. Uh, as far as the cast goes, uh, we have a release date for it as well. It will be dropping November 19th this year. Oh, yes. I got to watch this now. Chris Yost wrote it. 
You have uh, no idea who Christopher Yost is. Yes, Samir, I will let you know who Christopher Yost is. Christopher Yost is one of your favorite comic book writers. Um, he I is my favorite. He created X23 with Craig Kyle. Oh, he is one of my favorites. He wrote he he wrote new X-Men, X-Force, Scarlet Spider. Uh he also uh was the screenwriter for Thor the Dark World and Thor Ragnarok. Thor the Dark World had some good scenes in it, even uh, though if it wasn't that good of a movie. Yeah, he also wrote several episodes of The Batman, the uh 2000s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series, which was the good one. You know that one with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah, that one was pretty good. Yeah, he also wrote uh, several episodes of Wolverine and the X-Men, Iron Man Armored Adventures, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, uh, wrote one episode of the 2010s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series, and several episodes of Star Wars Rebels. And as far as comics goes, he's written uh, a bunch of Avengers stuff. Like He wrote Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, which I guess was a tie-in for the um Disney XD cartoon. He wrote the Spider Island Avengers one shot. Uh, he wrote uh, the Avengers versus Magic story in AVX issue three and the Thor versus Iceman story. He also wrote, okay, so in addition to creating, because he, he, he definitely created X Men 3 because he made her in X, uh, X Men Evolution and then he bought it to the comics with Innocence Lost and Target X. Did he write NYX also? Uh, I don't believe he wrote NYX. So that wasn't him exactly, but he did write the uh, her her actual throw rate into the X Men. Yeah, Target Innocence Lost was so good, and Target X was those were two really good. X Men Three is a great character, or should I say Wolverine? Well, Laura Kenny is a great character. Yeah, I so, yes. have Target X and issues. I need to buy the trade. Is it is it coming hardcover? Uh, it might. It's probably going to be uh, expensive as all get out. Oh, maybe. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I don't even know what the hell I was talking about. Actually, now that I think about it, I think she has oh, yeah. Omnibus. Yeah, we started because of the simple fact that we talked about Cowboy Bebop. So let's get back to that before yeah. we go down this X-Men deep dive. So, yeah, so let's go over cast again. So John Choi is obviously playing Spike Spiegel. Uh, Mustafa Shakur is playing Jet Black. And for those of you who don't know who Mustafa Shakur is, you should be ashamed of yourself. Samir, tell the people who Mustafa Shakur is. Well, I mean, Bernard, why don't you go ahead and keep going? Bushmaster and Luke Cage. Um, Did I watch that season? Season two? Did I watch season two? It was only two seasons. No, I didn't watch the second season. Oh. It was already canceled by then. No, it got canceled after the fact because no, nah, I was about to I was about to start watching that. Oh, okay. So you were going to start watching it when they announced the cancellation. Yeah, it was on for a couple months before and then they, and then yeah, they canceled it. Because the only two shows they had left, because they, they announced the cancellation of all these shows around the time that season two of The Punisher was going to start and season three of Jessica Jones was still coming. Hence the reason I never finished Jessica Jones. I was like, what's the point? <laughs> Right, yeah. same thing. But yes, yeah, so, I finished uh, Jessica Jones. I just did not finish uh, Luke Cage. Oh, so Daniela Panada is also in Cowboy Bebop. She's playing Faye Valentine. Alex Hassel is playing Vicious. Elena Satine is playing Julia. But yeah, so each episode will be um, an hour long. And so far, we are looking at 10 episodes. So yeah, like I said, I'm going to check this out. So yeah, if you have Netflix, get it. 
I mean, check it out when it drops. If not, go the other way or ask a friend to borrow their password. But um, can't borrow mine because too many people are using mine. Shout out to Ibrahim in the UK. He used to yours all in UK. Yeah. I mean, I, at that point, you might want to just go ahead and just get a new one. I mean, damn. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's situations like yours is why Netflix don't start cracking down on a uh, freaking account sharing. How you how you freaking uh, sharing a, a password across the dang old Atlantic? Well, I get maybe uh, across the city or in the same city, but the, 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 seriously, over in the UK? Yeah. Are anyway. we mad that Jet Black is actually black? No. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, look, I'm trying to stay positive. I don't normally care about, I, I don't normally like colorblind casting. I'm trying to not care about it this time. But if they suck, I'm going to, we're going to have a full episode of ripping on this show. Okay. The hate will run with the blood of our enemies. Oh, if this so sucks, and it'll be the full episode. We'll be just entitled "The Death of Cowboy Bebop," and we will just rip on this show and how we just do not like it. All right. Okay. All right. What do you got, man? Oh, uh, okay. So, actually, hang on. Where did I put the thing? All right. Yeah. So apparently, there is a. Uh, Norma Reedus actually alluded to the man who looks uh, dirty. He doesn't. Okay. Anyways, he always he alluded, looks dirty. He alluded to um, uh, there being a death training too. Apparently, uh, during an interview, he uh, he basically said that there would be um, uh, they think they're doing a second death training. Um, he told a, a interviewer for the uh, Portuguese uh, branch of um, IGN. Why is he talking to IGN about Death Stranding? Shouldn't he be promoting The Walking Dead too? Uh, he was. I mean, not The was, Walking um, Dead too, but The Walking Dead. It, this is in front of um, this is a, a journalist pre, a pre, a presentation for The Walking Dead, the season of The Walking Dead, and they talked about he was talking about the game while doing that because mm-hmm. someone asked him about it. Because really, who, who the hell cares about Walking Dead anymore? I was Surprisingly, people still about. watch it. Well, he, he's getting a spinoff. Oh, remember? I'm glad. I'm glad he's successful. The Daryl and Carol spinoff. I mean, yeah, Norman Reedus was one of those guys who basically his career kind of went to crap after the Boondock Saints. No, he did other stuff, bro. What What did you watch with Norman Reedus in it besides the Boondock Saints? Because the the Boondock Saints too garbage. (laughs) Yes, it was awful. Oh, I forgot he was in Blade too. Look at that. I forgot he was was. in Blade too. Okay, blown up. Unpopular opinion. I don't think the Boondock Saints was that good. It really wasn't. And it was weird seeing Norman Reedus, I mean, not Norman Reedus, uh, Willem Dafoe dressed in drag. No, I mean, he, he dressed in drag if he wants to. I know, but it, it was, was just, well, keep in mind, the first time I saw Willem Dafoe was in Spider-Man 2. And then I went on to watch him in dramatic films as um The Hunter. So it's like, it, it was like, kind of like, he. it was a very, like, pivot from that. It, oh, it, he was on Charmed. I guess he was on Charmed. Yeah, he played no, Paige's boyfriend. I'm just, I'm just not really. Actually, damn, no one. Okay, so the Boondock Saints does not did not do well critically. Huh? No, I, I didn't. But it's got a cult following. Hence the reason they made part two with Julie uh, Benz. That's what she went to go do after Dexter. Okay. <laughs> 
It's been a while since I watched this movie, and I, I'm not compelled to watch it again, though. Don't. <laughs> I watched it. Um, I want to say it, it. It was in. It was within the past ten years, and I was just like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" Yeah, it's one of those films. It's like we're not teenage boys anymore. That movie shouldn't appeal to us. Yeah. You know? Um, we went off on a tangent. Um, you were oh, talking it, about Death Stranding two possibly. Yeah. Happening. Funny enough, though, this is one of those movies that um actually shoot. Never mind. I got. I was about to say it made his money back, but no, that's I moved the comma. Actually, <laughs> excuse me. You about, right. <laughs> I know, right? The boondock saying is about to kill you. Actually, it has a budget of six million, which isn't a lot much at all, and it made only thirty thousand. That is, yeah, wow. Yeah, I'm like, I was surprised I, that you know. I thought it made thirty million. So, oh, it made a good amount of money back on this investment. No, no, wrong. <laughs> Nope. I read that wrong. I moved the comma. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, anyways, uh, Norman Reed is doing just fine. He has a he he had a very long run on a uh, hit TV show. He has a spinoff on. He is also uh, a part of a very popular uh, video game release, and you know he's also uh, married to Diane Kruger. You mean Diane Kruger? That's what I said. Sound like you said Diane? No, I, I can say Diane, sir. Okay. And that lady is attractive. No, yeah. Okay, I'm I'm just ogling uh Diane Kruger. Uh what was that? Where were we? Yeah, oh yeah. Death so, Stranding 2. Good God. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I'm I'm currently playing through the first one because it, it took a while to get the PC and now I'm just you know my time through it. Still don't that know game, the strand game is that game's I, so without saying much, that game's vibe is so arresting and and cathartic and it's beautiful you have to honestly the director's cut just got released uh they talked about it during gamescom also so that's another thing we, we um that happened on gamescom uh i think you would enjoy it bernard you definitely should go ahead and, and play it mm-hmm. i'll wait for yeah. it to be the free game on playstation plus i mean it's it might be on sale soon in fact yeah wait for this holiday season i think um it probably Will be one of the the games they they're they're uh, selling on uh, Black Friday for that cheap. No, maybe. All right, so let's go ahead and um. You want you want to talk? You want to tackle the elephant? Uh, yeah. Let's tackle the elephant. Then we can tackle. Uh, we can. Well, let me just throw in this one bit of news right here. This got me so excited. I can't wait. Uh, I can't remember when the next season starts, but Cobra Kai has already been renewed for a fifth season, like months ahead before season four even comes out. Yeah, that show's on. Uh, Cobra Kai never dies. Okay. Yeah, it's on a meteoric rise. It's it's just, it's kind of just kicking ass right now. Yeah, and I am very excited about that. I mean, have you caught up yet? Nope. What are you waiting for, Rosh Hashanah? Look, I am watching other shows. All right, I'm I'm gonna get. It. I'm actually, I'm going to give a very in-depth review after we come back from our break of Brand New Cherry. I'm sorry, Brand New Cherry Flavor, which was, uh, just got released on Netflix. I'm going to run through that show. And uh, and also, we have to give, do a review of The Witcher uh, uh, m- movie on Netflix. We? Uh, I, because I'm the only one who's actually worth a damn on this podcast because I like I'm Witcher. sorry, did you just say you're the only one worth a damn? Well, I do like 99.8% of the work. And yet you still don't like The Witcher. Yep. <laughs> so there you go. That's why I said what I said, and I'm not taking it back. Yeah. I mean, today's Power Rangers Day. And also, 
it's also been a year since Chadwick Boseman passed. Uh, you can't tell, but I'm holding the Black Power Fist up. Wakanda salute, man. Wakanda salute. It was it was crazy because we were recording the day he passed, and like literally as soon as we wrapped up, that was when oh all the yeah, news the hit. news broke. Yeah, the news broke as soon as we wrapped up. Like the first was it the, the first first couple episodes. Yeah, I think we were on like episode like uh, eight or something like that because that's when we were still doing it uh, every two weeks. But yeah, live long and prosper, Wakanda forever. King chat. Um, but yeah, let's let's go ahead and uh, talk about the elephant in the room because there really is no Marvel news besides this. The Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Man. Oh my God. I w- have watched that trailer so many times and I think I'm responsible for, you know, it being one of the um, um, most watched trailers of all time. But... Is it? That's not the most watched trailer of all time. It is. Um, but one thing I have to bring up is now that this trailer has dropped, Sony has renamed their Spider-Man universe. It's called it look, okay, it's called so, it's called Spook. <laughs> so it's Sony Spider-Man Universe. So let's go ahead and break this down. It sounds like they're not gonna ever let go of uh the Spider-Man property. No, when they say it like not. that. And it's like, I'm sorry, I'm of the school of thought where I want Marvel to own all their characters. You're okay? not the only one. It's but, like this. I mean, unfortunately, this it's not back and happen. forth, this back and forth, we don't know what his status is. Like, oh my God, what is he going to do? Is he going to come back after this? Is, it, is, it, is his contract done? It's like, no, I'm he, tired. He, I think he's on for seven movies. But this is the yeah, thing. Yeah, but. So basically, let's talk about the trailer first before we get into like all what we think is going to happen after this and everything. So um, I'm getting Spider-Man issue 300 vibes with a twist of one more day slash one more uh, one moment in time. What, what about you? Uh, I, I just want to see the mobile Spider-Man stuff. Well, I mean, you, you remember... Um, you remember issue? I think it was like it was either three hundred or four hundred. Might have been five hundred. So this you- isn't. I'm not seeing one more day with this because it's like, well, okay. So yeah, no, because the thing is, he's he's gone over to Doctor Strange before in the comics and had him wipe out everyone. Uh, this is after this is after the whole thing with uh, Aunt May and everything, and, and no one and that no, was this is after that, Civil War. That was uh, one moment in time. One more so, time. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. So basically, that's what I was saying. So. Like, all right. So the reason why I'm getting these vibes from uh, issue 500 or whatever of Spider-Man is because of the simple fact that the spell was tampered with. You might remember it was an issue where basically Dormammu took over all of Times Square. So the mindless ones were there and, you know, everyone was basically defending Strange. And Strange was getting ready to do a spell to wipe Dormammu off the mortal plane, per se. And one of the mindless ones knocked Peter and the Strange and messed up the spell. So basically, all of creation ceased to exist. And Peter basically was stuck in between his past and his future. So you remember this whole issue where he's talking to the cop and um, they're coming to take Peter. It's basically what the origin of like the last stand Spider-Man suit. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I'm getting vibes of that just because of the simple fact that the spell was tampered with. One more day's vibes because of the simple fact that, you know, they're calling him a devil. And WandaVision, if you look at, I think it was like issue one, uh, like um, it was either Wanda or somebody talking to somebody in WandaVision. It was like the devil's in the details. Uh, it was something else. Oh, it, it was in the No Way Home trailer, I think. Like someone posted, I mean, like there was like a devil. It was something that came out in June. It might have been like um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier or something like that. But remember, like when they're doing the slow-mo walking, he's holding MJ's hand. It says devil in disguise. So that's why I'm getting the Mephesto vibes from here. Um, even though we knew like WandaVision hit us with a red herring and was Agatha all along. So then the yeah. one moment in time is basically the retcon of one more day where they make it fit that strange really did wipe everyone's memory of him being peter parker so you get what i'm saying i mean yeah but the issue is go ahead yeah it's like the problem is he okay so in this particular um um continuity is he dating her because he's spider-man or because she likes Peter. Well, so if she forgets that he's that he's a uh, Spider-Man, will they still be dating? That is a very good valid question. And, and I think she likes love. him because he's Peter. So perfect example. Right. If you go back and watch Homecoming, like towards the end, I think like when they're like having um lunch or whatever, she like looks at him in like a very like romantic way. So, yeah, I think it's because it's Peter. It has nothing to do with him being Spider-Man. Uh, I guess. Also, speaking of, uh, of uh, romance, uh, shout out to uh, Zendaya and uh, Tom Holland. Uh, we already talked for, about uh, this like three weeks ago. We did not talk about it three we weeks did. ago. We it, did. It is now officially, it's not officially confirmed as of like maybe a week and a half ago. Well, we were talking about they, them being caught making seen, out in the car. They were seen together, and now they're an official couple. Not there's not it's not hanging in the air that they're dating or not. Yeah, you might be able to smooch your co-star. You, you know, you work no, out with them. Stuff they were happens. making out in the car. Yeah, I get we, it. But we brought this up. Man. I don't remember that, bro. You need to go back and listen to the fucking episodes of the podcast. That still don't change nothing. I don't remember shite. You just listen. You just bring up old stuff all the time. Hey, let's talk about Star Wars Origins. We already did. We did. That's yes. how it sounds. That's a, that's a terrible, terrible impression to me. Your voice be getting high sometimes. I mean, yeah, hell don't. I'm a sexy baritone. Okay. 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 But yeah, so the the trailer had 355.5 million global views in 24 hours. No way home had 4.5 mentions on social media in 24 hours, which beat Endgame, which had 289 million views in 24 hours. And Spider-Man Far From Home had 135 million views in 24 hours. So, yes, this trailer broke the internet. Well, damn. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 yeah, let's just, let's go with the breakdown of the trailer per se, okay? So... Did Wong go to fight the abomination? Does this play take place before Chang Chi? Is that where Wong went? 
Um, you phone. know what? Yeah, where the hell is Juan going? <laughs> yeah, and he's he's he's. I don't know if he's wearing the coat because of the simple fact that snow is coming in to the sanctum, and is snow coming into the sanctum because they didn't fix the roof from when the Hulk crashed in in the Infinity War, or what? <laughs> Who knows? They, I don't think they got no the, the, the money look kind of tight around there. I don't think this flowing. Remember in the end game when there was when he Wong ain't had no money for the damn uh deli? Yeah. Like them niggas broke. Yeah, I mean, you know, being a uh sorcerer supreme does not pay well. And hopefully they make a joke reference to that. He so, has money in the comic, which is funny. Like well, strange also uh was a veterinarian in the hospital. I mean, in in the in the surgeon. No, I mean, yeah, but remember, he went broke trying to fix his hands in the MCU. Yeah. All right, but so what's up with that mystery box that's on Strange's wrist when he, you know, he pushes Peter's astral form out of him? Uh, the one thing they're also bringing up, which I think is stupid that everyone is saying, the guy who throws down all the files on the desk is Charlie Cox, is Matthew Murdoch. That's kind of a reach. It is. Uh, uh, the, a few things that we did see in the trailer, uh, we did see sand and lightning. So obviously Sandman, uh, well, not obviously, but obviously Electro is back because Jamie Foxx already said that he is back and he will not be blue. We talked about that like last year. What uh, color is he going to be? Yellow. The lightning was yellow. You didn't see the leaks. He he looks like himself in Project Power. So no oh, no okay. bald head. He's got a goatee. He's got hair and all that stuff. You didn't see those leaked photos. No, I did not see leaked photos. Yeah, it was a leaked photo of him, Willem Dafoe, and uh, Alfred Molina, like all converging. So yeah, we got Willem Dafoe's laughing a pumpkin bomb, and obviously Doc Ock popping up saying, "Hello, Peter." Yeah, which they got Alfred Molina, which I don't know where he's been at this whole time, but they got him to cover prices. Alfred bro. been out here working, okay, man? Alfred just, like, minds his business, does his work, and um, that's more or less it. Oh, Tom Holland's brother is apparently supposed to be making a cameo as a drug dealer, the same thing he did in, um, in the movie Cherry. Oh. Um, oh, I know his brother acted as well. Yeah. Yeah, Tom, I mean, not Tom. Uh, Alfred Molina's been out here acting. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he has been. I uh, hear he, uh... was Double Dan and Ralph Breaks the Internet. He was also in Vice, Frankenstein's Monster, Frankenstein. Oh, okay. uh, the well, Devil Has a Name, Frozen 2. But yeah. So, I'm probably gonna watch this trailer up until you know it drops. I might just put it on my phone. I like the black and gold suit, so obviously that is his mystic suit from what the Hot Toys leak has. Well, it's not a leak from Hot Toys, but from what the, sh- the toys from Hot Sideshow and Hot Toys revealed. So there's a magical element to that suit, you know, when he's running down the hall with his mask off. You there? I'm there. I'm listening. I'm just. Oh, okay. But yeah, I mean, like we said, Thomas Hayden Church has not been confirmed, but if Sandman is going to be in here, it's got to be Thomas Hayden Church. I've yeah, only got to be. I but... mean, I've only envisioned two people after, I mean, um, playing Sandman. Thomas Hayden Church, because of his square line jaw in the first set photos I saw of him in Spider-Man 3, he looked the part. 
And the only other person I could think of is the invisible man himself, John Cena. It, I mean, I, I don't think it has to be those two guys. I'm sure they can I'm get never, a lot I never of said it just had to be those two. I'm just saying. I Those are the two people I see in my head. And, um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm just excited. Like I was just over at my friend's house, uh, spending time with my God kids, you know, letting my eight year old godson play Crash Bandicoot for the first time. And my friend's wife said, I need to chill out because I was very geeked up when we were watching the trailer. I'm like, look, you should let me enjoy this. Okay. Let me enjoy this. I'm a Spider-Man fan. We're head for life. So do you, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. Thank you. So do you think Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield are going to pop out of a portal and Dr. Strange is going to say Peter Parker, meet Peter Parker and Peter Parker? Uh, I, I mean, that's what I, mean, I doubt that it would be that cheesy. That's but what if it's it looking is, like. But yes. yeah. Like I said, I, I can't wait, man. I'm just freaking excited and I can't wait. I mean, you, you've been kind of quiet, man. Talk about it. I mean, what, I mean what you got you, to say? You kind of stole all my lines, but basically that, that's the sense. I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait for the movie to come out. I got goosebumps watching the film. I'm watching the uh, trailer. Yeah, same here. All right. Uh, we do have a little bit of MCU news. Then we can go into our review of episode three of What If. I mean, what is, I don't know if I have anything to say about that episode. I mean, I got some things to say. I got, I got, a I got things. one, I got one, I got one gripe about it, and that's it. Okay, all right. Well, hold on. Let's get this um, MCU news out the way. So Shang Chi is currently ninety-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes after eighty-three critics reviews. So that is, he actually uh, hit the uh, twelve uh, top grossing MCU movies. So Black Panther is currently the highest with 96 in game and the first Iron Man at 94. Uh, Thor Ragnarok is out of 93. Uh, two movies out of 92 are Homecoming and Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, Shang-Chi dropped down to 90. Um, Avengers, the first Avengers is at 91. Shang-Chi is at 90. As well as Far From Home, Civil War, and The Winter Soldier. And Doctor Strange is at 89. All right. Uh, Simi Liu has uh, spoken out uh, to the Hollywood Reporter. He says he has absolutely uh, no idea when he might play Shang-Chi again. I don't believe him. I think that's all cap. Lies upon lies. Erroneous. I'm pretty sure, you know, you 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 know when you're going to be uh, suiting up per se. I guess. But yeah, I mean, that's more or less it. Um, Scarlett Johansson spoke out about I mean, Elizabeth Olsen spoke out about Scarlett Johansson's lawsuit against Disney. She said she's so tough and literally when I read that, I was like, good for you, Scarlett. So the Scarlet Witch is um, got Scarlett Johansson's back. I mean, that's all she can do. She ain't going to yeah. break no contract. Yeah. A funny thing, um, the date on the calendar for WandaVision for their anniversary was also the date that Spider-Man... No Way Home trailer dropped, and that was August 23rd. So, coincidence? Maybe. I don't know. It's probably coincidence. Yeah. 
but yeah so that's pretty much it now we are going to get into our review of what if episode three uh let me pull up the title pulling a tamir and not um yeah what if the world lost its mightiest heroes okay so again i mean for the most part the episode was really good i have no gripes i have just one note about it i think I don't think you can kill the Hulk that way. You don't? I do not. Right, this well. man is insanely hard to kill. And if if what he did was rupture a... What did he do? Rupture his heart? No. He, um, he ruptured his cell. So basically, he hit him with the growth uh, particle of the pin particles to the point where they just expanded. Oh, maybe that might kill him. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, as we already know, Jeffrey uh, Wright narrates and he does the voice of the Watcher. The episode has Samuel Jackson, Michael Douglas, Clark Gregg. Coulson is back, even if it is for what if episode. Uh, Frank mm-hmm. Grillo came back as Brock Rumlow, aka uh, Crossbones. Jeremy Renner is um, Hawkeye. Mark Ruffalo is the Hulk. Tom Hiddleston is Loki. Jamie Alexander is Sif. Did they get Liv Tyler to play uh, Betty Ross? Uh, no, that was Stephanie Penicello. Okay, but yeah. the, the fact that Betty Ross was brought back as a character, period, was pretty surprising. Yeah, and Lake Bell uh, did the voice of Natasha Romanoff, a.k.a. Black They Bell. need to use Lake Bell more. Honestly, I would have picked her for my She-Hulk, but Tata Manzani is a very close second. Yeah, and Meek Mick Wingert did the voice of Tony Stark Iron Man. Um, and Mike McGill replaced William Hurt as Thaddeus Ross. Alexander Daniels did the voice of Captain Marvel. But yeah, so I thought I thought this episode was very, you know, dark as it should have been. So let's just get into it. So if you guys don't know, the court, I mean the timeline for basically leading up to the Avengers starts with Iron Man 2 and everything that happens from Iron Man 2, Incredible Hulk, Thor, and the Avengers takes place over a week. Marvel did a comic to actually confirm this is called Fury's Big Week. Hence the reason why all of this is happening in the course of seven days. So yeah, this episode starts off with Iron Man 2 right before, you know, they give him the cure, well, a uh, something to take the edge off for his uh, palladium yes, poison. Yeah, it's oppressive. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he dies. Kills him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And everyone's like, Ramonov did it. She killed him. But, you know, Fury is like, you know, find out who did this and blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, we go to Thor and the whole scene of Thor, you know, trying to lift Mjolnir and Hawkeye, you know, saying he has the shot. Colson over here fanning out. What do you say about Thor's hair? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Apparently, Clark Gregg actually improv those lines. So, yeah. Um, Thor gets killed by Hawkeye, although Clint says he never, you know, drew the bow. I mean, never, never true. released the bow. I mean, released the arrow, which is true. And so they detain him, and Fury goes down to barton cell and find out that you know he is killed over and dead so then we go to the incredible hulk 
which I think should have happened before, but they kind of like tiptoed in between. Then we go, like I said, so we go and Betty goes to, I mean, uh, Natasha goes to Betty and, you know, says that, you know, she needs help, you know, trying to figure out who done it. The whole episode is basically a, 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 an episode, uh, a clue who did it, who did it. And then we find out along the lines that, oh, let's get into how the Hulk died. We, we briefly talked about it. So um, if you guys remember from the Incredible Hulk, the scene where uh, the army shows at the, up. Yeah, at the university. Yeah, at the university and, you know, Banner hulks out and, you know, uh, you know attacks in self-defense. He blows up. He literally blows up. Like he hulks out and eventually he starts to bubble up and just, it. yes, pop goes the weasel because the weasel said pop. And then uh, Natasha is slowly starting to track down, you know, who's been looking at the files for the Avengers initiative. And I vaguely caught it. It said Hope Van Dyne and it said deceased. And so then she goes back and says, how is a dead person viewing these files? At first, I thought it said Janet. So that was my first thing. And then, you know, she calls Fury and says, you know, it's all about hope. And so then I'm thinking maybe hope is responsible for it. Because like I said, when I first saw the file, I thought it was about Janet. Yeah, it all leads back to hope. It all leads back to yeah. hope. Yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah. And then we find out that indeed it is Hank Pym, a.k.a. Michael Douglas, killing everyone because of the simple fact that hope joined S.H.I.E.L.D. and she passed on a mission. But yeah, before we find all that out, we find out that Loki comes to Earth and basically declares war on Midgard because of the simple fact that Yellow Jacket killed Thor. And so Fury... Well, Hawkeye killed him, but then, you know... Yeah. yeah. Thor was dead. Yes, her. that Thor, Thor, Thor did. So Fury basically makes a deal with the devil. They team up. They take Yellow Jacket down and Loki invades Earth. Yeah, anyway, still. <laughs> yeah. Because he's but, Loki. Yeah, but now the only difference is he is not in um, servitude of Thanos. Right. He's not in servitude of Thanos, and he didn't have to fight the Avengers, so he kind of just took yeah, him over with, uh, yeah. with Asgard's forces. Yeah, no Chitauri required. So, yeah, I thought the episode was very awesome. I mean, at the end of the day, Fury basically has another team of Avengers ready on standby to be assembled because he found Cap. He found Captain America because that still happened. Yeah. And, and he Captain called, Marvel. yeah, he called Captain Marvel for backup. So I don't know how this is going to work per se, because I think we talked about this last week. Yeah, we did talk about this because we said who is going to be the big bad, like if all these episodes are connected and intertwined. So maybe that's Captain Carter and oh, not Steve Rogers. These episodes, they're not all intertwined, are they? They might be. That's what I'm saying. If the whole point of what if is they're not, because yeah, well, no, they've been doing that lately with the what ifs. Like they've just gone back to the one shot what ifs like a few years ago, but like they used to do like a bunch of what if annihilations, and they were like they were it was a it was a mini series, so it would just keep going. It was just like one one specific arc, and they just kept going with it. like they did one for what is civil war and things like that. So that's why I'm saying. Like, if these are all connected and they're going with, like, a nine-issue arc, per se, since we're only getting nine issues of this. Because don't forget, remember, in the trailer, they show basically everybody assembled 
Like, remember, they show that whole round shot that Joss Whedon did in the first Avengers movie. And then it flips and you see like T'Challa and you see like Captain Carter and everything. That's why I'm seeing this. So I don't know if that was specifically for the trailer or indeed part of like a final episode or if it's all going to be interconnected or what. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. My only issue is I hate not knowing what the next episode is. Like you can't look it up to see what next week's episode is. Oh yeah, that's a bit annoying. Yeah, I mean it's it's good, but at the same time it's frustrating because like, yo, tell me what's next. Yeah, so once again, guys, if you have not checked out what if, you need to do that and get to it expeditiously. All right, so uh, we actually went over our time just a little bit. I actually stopped the timer yeah. because it was going to go off. But I think this was a good episode. We, you know, yeah. got a lot of stuff the out there. Cats are demanding that my attention, so that's definitely a time to, you know, call it. Yeah. In All, right. Arthur. Oh, God. All right, guys, this is Bernard. And this is Samir and Arthur. Where's Emerson? Uh, she's probably sleeping in the room. Oh. Yeah, so yeah, that was another episode of the Angry Blurs podcast. Well, join us next time. Same Blur channel, same Blur network for more right. cuteness and fan service. All right, so yeah, uh, go to Angry. Shut up, you got me jacked up. All right, go to Gerd Clothing um, and <laughs> you use our promo code Angry Blurs21 at checkout to save 10% on your order. So we will see you guys next week. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend. Uh, we are going on break next week. Uh, we might do two weeks. I don't know yet. Uh, but for but we are going on break next week for sure. Um, so when we come back, I am planning on doing another giveaway. I might go buy some gift cards to give away uh, for PlayStation and Xbox and possibly uh, Nintendo because we did get a few more subscribers and people you know on the instagram because i went to go do trivia on tuesday and it was mcu trivia and your boy had to go dress as t'challa just to represent despite the fact that we did come in second place and chris is bitching about it so i will repost that on instagram as well chris if you're listening next time pick the answer i know we're doing it on my phone but still you have the choice to pick i don't have to do everything okay all right, so we will see you guys next week. Live long, prosper. Samir, tell the people goodbye. Uh, may the force be with you. Yeah, and stay frosty all around the world. Peace.